This week, a special bonus episode. Last week, we heard from Ryan T. Bell, a modern American cowboy. His stories about traveling halfway across the world to train Russian cowboys were provocative and inspiring. In this special bonus episode, Ryan talks about a single image that he captured while in Kazakhstan. You're listening to 2233, a podcast of exchange stories. We report what happens in the United States, warts and all. These exchanges shaped who I am. When you get to know these people, they're not quite like you. You read about them. They are people very much like ourselves. And that's what we call cultural exchange. One of the photos on my shot list was some way to communicate this idea that the horse was domesticated on the Kazakh steppe. And to do that, I wanted to capture a photo of some herdsmen with like a setting sun, kind of the, the, the Ford, you know, the, the iconic kind of Western photo, but caught in a Kazakh landscape. And I had a helper, a fixer, a, a guy I'd been staying with his family. I'd, I'd been staying with this family in eastern Kazakhstan in the, in the city of Pavlodar. And he knew of a farming community or a ranching community out in the countryside. So we drive for an hour out there and we land in this one kind of small town at kind of a town leader's house. And whenever you stop somewhere, they're going to feed you a lot. So you have to stop and eat. Uh, and I had been kind of coaching my fixer that, look, I have to be at the place that we're going to be ahead of time so that I can plan and make this photo happen. Like, I can't just show up and go snap and we're done. I want to frame it. I want to create a rapport with, you know, just kind of helping him understand how to do this. And so he was like, OK, we can do that. We can do that. We're going to we're going to get there ahead of time. So we get to this house and they're like, of course, you got to eat. And so we're eating and, and I notice he's taking forever to ask, like, can you take us out to a, a farming family? Finally, that she does or he does. And the woman's like, absolutely. We can't have been meaning to go visit them. So let's all go. Okay. So we get into the car and we just look like a clown car because there's just a ton of us packed in there and we're driving through the town and Every person we stop along the way, the, the the town leader's like, this is the American and he wants to take a photograph and we're going to go see so-and-so. Oh, I haven't seen them forever. Let's go. So we stop and pick up and before long, we're a caravan of like five cars. <laughs> And the sun is just setting and these clouds are setting in and it's just going gray and it's going flat. And it was kind of my real last moment to try to get this photo. And I'm just watching this opportunity feel like it's just slipping away. And these people are feeling like it's the greatest adventure of their life. And so I'm thinking, well, I'll go through the motions. I'm, 
I'll, I'll, I'll help, you know, we'll take this photo. This will be a fun opportunity for us. So we finally get out and, and we find these herders and it's like peak bug season. It's so bad. You step outside and you're just in a cloud of bugs. They had these herdsmen had done the craziest thing. They'd taken piles of manure like cow patties and lit fire to it so it would smoke. And they're just riding their horses back and forth through the smoke just to keep the bugs off. And I'm like, they're covering me. But I start to see a glimmer of a sunset in the sky. It's getting stronger and stronger. And I'm thinking, wow, this sunset might just come through yet. Like the clouds had really shifted dramatically in about an hour's time. And yet the the pasture family's like, oh, yes, we can take your photo. We can take it. Let's stop and eat. I'm like, no, let's not stop and eat. This sunset is going quick. And all of a sudden it's really up. Like it's turned. It's just orange. It's blazing. The sky's just absolutely on fire fire and they're like what can we stop for family portraits i'm like we cannot stop for family portraits like, um can they and i'm talking to my fixer like would they like can they herd the cattle and, and they're like sure and so they start herding away from the sunset <laughs> and the sun is it's actually now starting to lose color uh and i, I just recall i have got this big long you know 400 millimeter lens which is i call it my bazooka it's enormous then my cowboy boots people are like stop let's take family pictures i'm like no hold on one second hold that thought running at full speed to get around in front of this herd so that the sunset will be behind them and i finally get around in front of them and i drop to one knee and i train my lens on it and the sunset's just on fire and this herd of cattle is just like a blob like, none of it looks good. And I just remember, and my camera looking into the sun, it couldn't measure, like, it couldn't get its readings right. And I'm messing with the settings and, like, taking, anyways, it's just utter mayhem. So finally, I get my settings right, and I just set it on auto-fire. And I'm just, just praying that something would emerge. They go by, the sun goes down, and I immediately start flipping through my camera. And it's like, no, it's just like sunset with just all black cows. Like, you can't even see anything. And then all of a sudden, there's this one picture. The herd had split, and there was a gap. And right in the middle of the gap... There's a herdsman silhouetted against the sun, and in front of him is a baby horse, and the sun rays are shooting like fire around its mane. And then the next photo, it's gone. They're hidden by the herd again. One of the best photos I took here and sunset photos never work right like i'm gonna take a picture of the sunset and show it to my friends and we're all like don't show me your sunset photo it doesn't mean anything to me that photo was a finalist for travel photographer of the year that that year 
and it's become like a calling card to whenever I talk about, you know, what Fulbright means to me, like that moment, the mayhem of that moment and the magic, like at that point, it was just magic. Like there's no reason I should have been able to get that photograph. I came to DC to meet with senators and congressmen to, uh, to, to just tell them about my experience with Fulbright. And I printed up that picture and handed it to each one of them that I met with. And I like to think it made a difference, but at least they've got a pretty picture to put on, I don't know, their wall. Uh, but in it, I see, it's is it a sunrise, a sunset, I don't know, but you've got that baby horse, and I wanted an image that just said, this is the birthplace of the horse. An animal that means so much to so many people. Twenty-two-thirty-three is produced by the Collaboratory, an initiative within the U.S. State Department's Bureau of Educational and Cultural Affairs, better known as ECA. My name's Christopher Wurst. I'm the director of the Collaboratory. Twenty-two-thirty-three is named for Title Twenty-Two, Chapter Thirty-Three of the U.S. Code, the statute that created ECA. And our stories come from participants of U.S. government-funded international exchange programs. In this episode, Ryan T. Bell shared a story of a single image captured on the steppe in Kazakhstan. Ryan's amazing work can be seen at ryantbell.com. And to see the picture that Ryan describes in this episode, check out our webpage at eca.state.gov slash 2233. For more about the Fulbright and other ECA exchange programs, check out eca.state.gov. We also encourage you to subscribe to 2233. You can do that wherever you find your podcasts. And hey, why don't you leave us a review while you're at it? And we'd love to hear from you. You can write to us at ECA Collaboratory at state.gov. That's E-C-A-C-O-L-L-A-B-O-R-A-T-O-R-Y at state.gov. Huge special thanks to Ryan for his passion, his stories, and for that image. My colleague Ana Maria Sanitin and I did the interview. I edited it. Featured music was King Thumbscrew III by Dr. Turtle. Music at the top of each episode is Sebastian by How the Night Came, and the end credit music is Two Pianos by Tagir Lius. Until next time. <laughs>